Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The owner of Nuvax in Montreal on the air with us yesterday, saying that even though his company, his Nuvax, had approached the federal government in last March with an offer to produce vaccines, they never heard back from them. From Nuvax, and now international governments, foreign governments, are approaching Nuvax and asking Donald Gerson, Dr. Gerson, to consider producing vaccines for their people. But uh, our federal government decided not to pursue the Nuvax initiative. Aaron O'Toole is the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. He joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mr. O'Toole, thank you for the time. Let's start with this issue of the vaccines. You know about my interview with Dr. Gerson. What do you say? Uh, It's another example how the Trudeau government ignored the capacity we had here in Canada and decided to try a risky partnership with China, and they put all their eggs in a basket with CanSino on the vaccine. So they ignored Nuvax, they ignored Providence uh, Therapeutics in Calgary, Medicago. We have we had capacity at home, and I think that that failed partnership with CanSino will rank as one of the most dangerous mistakes ever made by a Canadian government, Roy. Where would you say we would be if a conservative government were in place, if you were prime minister, and if you had uh, had to deal with this pandemic since day one, where would we be as far as the vaccine rollout is concerned, vis-a-vis where we are now? What would you We'd be getting vaccines into arms. Um, this is where having a prime minister who's not focused on himself and his own political image, and is, but having a prime minister focused on getting things done. That, that's my record in the military and the private sector. It's interesting you say that. A, a former journalist uh, just, I think, yesterday posted uh, a, a post of mine from a year ago saying what Canada needed to do in terms of tracing, uh, tracking, and domestic capacity for, for PPE and, and vaccines. Um, this was something I was saying last March and April, Roy, and it's been sad to watch the Trudeau government two or three steps behind uh, the world on, on many parts of this crisis, especially vaccines and rapid tests. Canadians are paying the price. This is the third wave. I call it the Trudeau third wave because had we had vaccination rates uh, uh, much higher from consistent deliveries in January and February, we would basically have less risks now that the variants are in the okay. population. So it's it's a failure of a historic level. So if you were to say to me, and you just did, quote something I said last year or earlier, you also said there'd be no carbon tax if you were to become prime minister. And yet, you are planning a carbon tax. So I'm going to give you time here, Mr. O'Toole, to talk about your climate initiative and persuade Canadians that you're doing the right thing, including conservatives who sent me emails and said, what is Aaron O'Toole doing? He said there'd be no carbon tax, and now he's talking about one. What do you want to say to these people? I'll say to them there'll be no carbon tax. Uh, Now, I am putting a price on carbon for the consumers. It's dramatically lower than the price being used by Mr. Trudeau. Isn't that semantics, though? No, because a fundamental aspect of a tax, Roy, is you pay under compulsion to the government, and the government then uh, makes use of your funds. In this case, the low-carbon savings account does have a charge at the gas pump, for example, but it goes into your savings account. It is a dedicated account, much like an RESP or an account that's dedicated to a certain uh, cause, but it's your money. There's no transfer. And what what Trudeau does 
with his carbon tax, which now he's tripling, they redistribute revenue. So what they do is they take it from small businesses and give it to to other Canadians. Suburban commuters, for example, will never get what they pay in Trudeau's carbon tax. And Trudeau will not actually tell Canadians what their carbon footprint is and what they're going to get back. Our, our approach is totally different. It's transparent, so you will know what you spend because it goes into your low-carbon savings account. The only difference is the, those, those funds, that, that account, would then have to be used for green-type purchases so that we're, there would be a reduction in the carbon exposure. You could save up for yeah. a hybrid or an EV over time, or you could even buy low-carbon food or products to help lower your footprint. It's wow. innovative, Roy, but it's not a tax. Well, I like yours better than his. I mean, his his is just... <laughs> well, I like, I like yours better. I like yours better. I, I like yours better. For whatever, I'm just one voice. So let's talk about the federal budget. It's going to be brought down tomorrow. First one in over two years. The provinces manage to deliver budgets each year. The other countries in the G7 managed to deliver budgets in each year, but our federal government didn't. So we're going to have one tomorrow. We also have the specter of some 70 to $100 billion, this is what the finance minister said, being spent over the next three years to stimulate the economy. CEOs, including the CEO of uh, RBC, has urged the government not to overdo it because you don't want to overheat things and start inflation going. What are you? What are you waiting? What are you expecting in this federal budget? And what will you find acceptable, Mr. O'Toole? And what would cause you to say, "Let's work hard to to, to trigger an election"? Well, what I'm expecting and what I want to see will be very different, Roy. I I had a call with the Prime Minister a week ago, and I said this has to be entirely focused on jobs and recovery post COVID, and it this can't be a time for experimenting with our economy. You know his his language about reimagination or using the, the economic crisis as a way to build back better, that sort of rhetoric. If we see huge spending commitments on, on sort of this reimagine our economy rhetoric, we, we, will, we will be very, very upset. Because right now, with COVID, with his failure on vaccines, with high unemployment, Canadians are really worried. Will life get back to normal? So I, I would like to see support for sectors hard hit, like small businesses, tourism, and others. I do not want to see grand experimentations, universal basic income, all these big schemes that could really put a debt burden on our children and grandchildren of of historic levels that we may never, ever dig out from. So if you get that, if that happens tomorrow, will you work hard to trigger an election? Is that enough for you to say, let's do what we can to go to the polls? Well, we said we'd like to see vaccines in arms before we go to the polls. And the budget, which could be a showdown for an election, Roy, normally, won't be this time because Mr. Singh has already said he's supporting the budget sight unseen. Uh, we said, let's see a focus on jobs. Let's see what the government says. As you said, after two years, the only G7 country that yeah. hasn't had a budget in, in that period of time. Um, so I don't think there will be an election over the budget. But certainly if Mr. Trudeau shows he's going to uh, double down on this uh, experimenting, this massive deficits as far as the eye can see. We're going to fight hard against that because it's our kids. That yeah, but what does that mean? Uh, what does that mean, Mr. O'Toole, fight hard against it? People are looking for de- declarative statements and, and, and action. And I've talked to you about well, this before. You can make a difference, but you've got to be declarative. You have to give Canadians something to really latch on to. This Aaron O'Toole guy, who we're just getting to know, 
I know you're cabinet minister for many years, but this Aaron O'Toole guy is going to make a difference, and this is what he's going to do. It's the declarative statements that are necessary. This is it. This is free political advice. Use it or don't. We we need to have Canada. We need to have Canada ready for a crisis in the future. I put out Roy our Canada Recovery Plan, the five pillars that we think Canada needs to focus on. Uh, I'll tell you, as an ex-military guy, private sector person, someone who turned around the Department of the Federal Government in under a year, I will never let our country be so unprepared in the future. And I think that's what Canadians want. They don't want a celebrity prime minister. They want to roll up the sleeves, make sure we're ready, Prime Minister, and that's what they'll get with me. This is what we want to hear. And I have to say this to you, and I've said it to you before, and you didn't solicit it, and you didn't know I was doing it. I went to veterans organizations, and I asked them before an interview with you some months ago, what do you think of this Aaron O'Toole? What was he like when he was Veterans Affairs Minister? And they all, with no reason to do so, other than my asking your questions, spoke very highly of what, of what you did for veterans. So, there you go. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.